Amen. Greetings in the name of Jesus. We thank God um, tonight for coming in tonight for ELR Prophetic Shift. On tonight, a mental prayer. Um, the spiritual innovator should be here shortly within the next um, few minutes. Um, while we are here, uh, for those who want to um, send in their prayer request, send your prayer request at one six three six four two two zero three four four one six three six four two two zero three four four. Amen. So we just thank God on tonight uh for people turning in to ELR Prophetic Shift where we are spreading the word of God internationally and throughout the countries. We are currently heard now on the podcast internationally in nine countries in twenty three states. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to get ready to turn it in over in tonight uh, for everybody to just begin to open up and begin to reference him on tonight. Amen. So we get ready to turn this over, amen, to the woman of God on tonight, and we will go ahead and proceed with the announcements at the end of the podcast. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you, saints. Amen. Um, We thank you for joining us tonight. We thank you for uh, just uh, following us and encouraging us in the Word of God. Um, so go ahead and um, first of all, I'm going to tell you to turn to the book of uh, Ezekiel. I want you to get a pen and a paper um, because we're going to follow this session for two nights, two times, or this Thursday night and next Thursday night, um, Ecclesiastics 3. We'll start from there. Get a pencil and a paper. Amen. Give you a moment. Get a pencil and a paper. We thank you, Lord. Uh, Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. We thank you tonight for another word from the Lord. We thank you in advance for what the Holy Spirit is going to do tonight. We thank you, God, because you're God and there is no other. We bind the adversary and every imp in the name of Jesus. And we say that no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper. And every word that rises up in judgment, we shall condemn it. For it is the word of the Lord. Father, tonight hide us, all of us, on the line tonight. Hide us behind the cross. Again, I repeat that. Hide us behind the cross. Let we not be detected in the spirit realm. That we rebuke every every territory demonic force in the name of Jesus. We thank you now because you are king of glory and mighty in battle. You are the God more than enough. And say we thank you and we praise you in the name of Jesus. As I usually do every week, God will give me a a sermon. And tonight, um, I was speaking to one of my friends the other night on the phone, and um, and I was talking with her, and uh, and then God began to speak this one word to me: time. 
T-I-M-E, time. Okay, so we're going to, um, again, we're going to start with the book of Ezekiel. Um, amen. And the uh, third chapter. Isn't it amazing that uh, life and times just fly by? Isn't it amazing one minute you're born, it seems like the next couple of seconds we're uh, going to uh, elementary school and all of a sudden um, looks like we never get through junior high school and before you know it, we're 10th grade and it's almost gradu- graduation time. God is amazing that he has kept us all for a time such as this. And it's important to recognize the time that we are now living in, the time that we are experiencing things. Um, and, and the word has been revealing itself, whether it's whether the fires in um, California or the storms that recently that went through uh, Texas and um, and parts of uh, Louisiana of time, time and everything, every time one thing happens, it never comes again and God has put his stamp of approval on it because otherwise um, uh, it wouldn't be the same, but God knows what he's doing. And so I began to ask God um, tonight, and we're going to, deal with this issue for the next two times. It will be tonight tonight and then next Thursday night. And let's go into write it down, Ecclesiastics. The busy the word Ecclesiastics means, believe it or not, the teacher, the preacher. The preacher. Amen. And we'll start from there, Ecclesiastics, third chapter, amen. And my, title, my, my Bible, it just says the words, man's span, S-P-A-N, of life. Man's span of life. Ecclesiastics starts out by saying this. For everything there is a season. So there's seasons that we go through in life. And it seems like in the natural that we will never get through a particular season. But down the line, God will get us through certain things. And sometimes it seems devastating uh, sometimes it's a sense of renewal. Sometimes it's a sense of empowerment. But God deals with every season in our life for and in everything, thing, 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 person, place, or thing. There is a season and a time for every purpose under the sun. So, yeah, there, there are seasons in our lives, there are 
purpose in our lives and we don't understand it but as we are born we will certainly die so and we have to acknowledge that every season um, that we're going through God has still taken care of us amen for it's a time to be born so we're all of a sudden we're here from the universe of God and we are born and uh, come through the womb of our mother and father and it says at that time we're born and there also is a time to die because we're all of us are not going to certainly um, live in this body the outer shell that's my outer man we will not we will all have a time in which we will die amen for it is a time to plant. All of those that know about planting, uh, with, uh, naturally it's cucumbers or squash or things like that. But there is a season in our life when we must plant, uh, in the gospel, plant in our family lines, plant and the people that we meet, whether we're with talking about, um, uh, drawing, uh, telling them to come to church or spending time with them to see the Christ in them. This is a planting time. It says it is a time and there's a time to pluck up. So once we take that seed and we, we nurture it, we grow it, we water it, and then now at the right season in our lives that we will have to pluck it up out of the ground, that which is planted. So whatever you plant, there will be a time that you will have to pull it up out of the ground because if you if it stays in the ground, then eventually it will rot. Amen. Verse three says this that a time to kill and a time to heal. Now, physically we're talking about to kill something, okay? Um, and then there becomes a time um, to heal. So once we go through experiences in our life, um, even though somebody might have died very close to your and your family, you're allowed to a season to mourn. We are allowed a season, but we want don't want to live in that season because life goes on. Okay. A time to break down and the time to build up. So there's a time to build up in the natural, whether it's building a house or building a church or a building a ministry, but it also is a time in the natural as, and the spiritual as well for building up. Whether you're well as building up your integrity or building your house or building your job or saving money, building those things. So there are times, okay, that those things will happen. Verse 4 says this, and it is a time to weep, and there's a time to laugh. Some people, for some reason, they don't want to acknowledge that we do cry. We're humans. We're humans. Uh, scientific word we are homo sapiens we are humans and we're 
our makeup is to at some point in our lives that we do weep, we cry, we hurt, uh, whether it's physically, spiritually, or emotionally. So there is a time to weep, and there is a time to laugh. And we have to learn to laugh. Sometimes we have to learn to basically laugh um, at our own selves, um, that I really did say that. Or, uh, or Because if you don't um, laugh, um, there's something in our body called endorphins that they For the Bible says this, for everything, there's a season. So we must laugh, and there's a time to mourn, and a time to dance. So there must be times in our life that we must dance, whether physically getting out there and dancing or jumping or doing something, because the heart rate must go up, the body must have exercise. So we must have a time to dance. Verse 5 says this, and a time to cast away stones. So we have to learn to throw away stones, things that hurt us, things that, uh, that we don't want to uh, be bothered with things. So uh, because we have supposed to have the nature of God, we must throw away those stones. And there's a time. of stones. We're in the book of um, Ecclesiastics and the third chapter. Um, we're talking about time. Um, like I said, I was running and talking to one of my friends the other day, and, and God just spoke this one word, time, because there are times in our life that we have to understand that every season in our life has ordained by God. Okay. Uh, verse 5. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain. A time to embrace. Verse 6, it is a time to get and there is a time to lose. Okay. Um, you know, so this person might be your friend for the four, six years, seven years, and you might move away because it was time um, to to move on things in our lives. So we have to realize that everything, every moment, every second, every millisecond that God has ordained for us, the time periods we must go on. Again, it talks about a time to keep and a time to cast away. Verse 7 says this, a time to rend and a time to sow. Yes, there are times to give, but there's a time um, to um, keep silent. That's what the word says. It says there's a time to keep silent and a time to speak. And that's what happens when you um, give your life to Christ in the process of you growing spiritually, we have to realize that you must have a period of your life to be quiet. Because when you're quiet, you can hear from God. When you are quiet, you can refrain from saying or doing things that are not um, God. Um, even sometimes when you just be quiet long enough and the people are talking around you, 
you can hear, you can realize their whole heart because they opened their mouth and they've said what they wanted to say and then you know where they're coming from. Verse 9 says this, It is a time to love and there's a time to hate. Oh, did the Bible say that? Well, yeah. He might, um, um, you might not like him, but there are times you must love that they're telling you the truth or, or whatever. And this says, and also, there's a time for war and there's a time for peace. Amen. So, for everything, there is a season. Okay. Um, time. The timing of God. It is so important to have a relationship with Christ so that we know how to recognize um, what time we're in um, because um, God wants us to know the strategies of his will, not our will. So you can, t- uh, you can um, turn your Bibles right now to the book, uh, the first book of the Bible. Amen, but I do know by heart, but go ahead and turn it because I want you to make sure that is what the Word says. Talking about time, time, time. Hallelujah. Time. Now, in the beginning, the Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So that before the earth was formed, there was God. Before the stars and the, and the, and the atmosphere, before the dust of the ground, there was God. And out of God, God spoke eternity into existence. Well, the existence of God, the eternity of God, called all these things into begin, in the beginning which is time. It was the perfect day, the perfect hour, the, the, uh, the, the perfect uh, millisecond that God have ordained to speak the world into existence uh, from eternity. Okay. Eternity means um, there is no beginning and there is no ending. Okay. Just like our bodies. Uh, when we're born into these bodies, our earth suits. Um, when we give our lives to Christ, then uh, we have um, a destination of whether we're going to uh, leave this body and go to be with our Father, or we have the option of leaving this body and going to hell. So it is important to know the time, the place, the season of God because God is all-knowing, all-encompassing, all-powerful. That's how important time is. Okay. Time is fleeting. In other words, uh, we're born and all of a sudden you look around and uh, um, we're, we're two and then we're six 
and we're starting the elementary school, and then the next thing you know, we're in junior high school, and the next minute you know, we're getting ready to graduate because we're moving in the span and the time frame of God that have all us ordained. For example, there may not be a time, um, every person we were born in a, in a span of God. Um, some of, uh, we weren't ordained to be born in the time of slavery, okay? Um, because a lot of us probably would have been killed by now. But God knows which time, which place, which season that God have ordained for us. For out of time, there is eternity. So when you get in this body, that you will always be in this body until death. And once we die, we have the options or where we're going to end up according to you making the decisions whether you whether want to uh, die and be with the Lord or if you want to um, go to hell. Now, you don't hear a lot of preachers uh, preaching on hell and the grave. Some of people don't even believe that there is a hell. Okay. Now, the word time is a Greek word, and it means chronos. Chronos. Chronos is the, again, the timing of God. Um, I, I, I think back years ago, um, it seems like some of the greatest things that we have gone through was when um, we were children. It seems like we have the, um, the, the, the the joy of knowing that we had a good time as children, at least most of us do anyway. Um, whether it's playing ball or whether we were um, 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 us, uh, doing little things to aggravate your baby brother or your baby sister, um, it was a time in which God had ordained for us. Well, he says that in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form. So this speaks of, in the first three verses of the word, time. So it speaks of the importance of God. Again, um, whether we're 2, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, we have to recognize the timing of God. The Bible tells us that some that the kids are they're born now today in um, wiser but yet weaker. What a little kid at the, at I age um, when we were little. Uh, some of us, we don't have the eyes open. But somehow, the little kids now, when um, they're, they come out of the womb um, with wisdom. Okay? And wisdom, the Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing. So the wisdom of God would teach us to know how to live for him, be for him, and love him no matter what happens. 
but we go through the process of tying, we have the process of growing, the process of learning what to do and what not to do, the, the lifespan of God. Again, there's no other time, there's nobody on this earth in this spirit that we will not die and we will uh, either go to heaven or to hell. And so we hope, hallelujah, our destination is in God. We, and how do we judge that? Because of our love walk, our love talk um, with God. Amen. Um, and when our love walk with God, not judging, but what your love walk with God is only thing that matters. Amen. All right, now, turn your Bibles to the book of Proverbs, 8th chapter. Proverbs, 8th chapter. Proverbs, 8th chapter. Amen. Proverbs, 8th chapter. Miss Erica, Apostle, Erica, can you turn your Bible to Proverbs 8th chapter, starting at the 22 verse to 29? Could you read that for me? Can you hear me? Okay, I guess not. No answer. All right, let me... Okay, you got it? Yeah. You want Proverbs 8 from from 22. You want Proverbs 8 from verse 22 to verse 29. Okay. All right. I read it slowly. Slowly, too. Okay. Okay. Um, the Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way. Before the works of old, I was set up in everlasting and from the beginning, wherever of the earth was. Where there was no depth, I was brought forth. Where there was no fountain, abounding with water. Before the mountains were settled, and before the hills was I brought forth. While as yet he has made, not made the earth, nor the fields, nor the highest of the best of the world. When he prepared the heaven, I was there. And when he had set so, the compass upon the face mm-hmm. of the death, verse 28. You said 28? Yeah. 28, when 29. He established, 29, okay. So when he established the clouds of death, and when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, Verse 29, and when he gave to the sea, it's the truth, the water should not pass his commandments, and when the appointed foundation of the earth. Amen. So here speaks of God and how these things, how the world was created. This speaks of God from eternity speaking to the earth. So, before our mama met our daddy, before anything happened on the earth, before any, whether it's 
they, they say earth age and all these other things. All this was God speaking from eternity unto this particular time. Okay. God is God. He is Elohim. God more than enough. And all these, these um, adjectives um, in the Bible. So we must know that before anything, before everything, there was eternity speaking to the earth. Speaking as a God of the universe. Speaking from everywhere, anywhere, God was speaking to his people. Okay, uh, before we were formed, again, that's how that runs to the reference to of Jeremiah. Okay, um, he's speaking to the universe. For God was here before. Uh, he was eternity. And God is sovereign. God has ordained everything has happened. You say, how do we run reference to that? Well, again, Ecclesiastics, for everything there was a season. So these are seasons in our lives that God has ordained from the universe. And he spoke it into divine timing. It was his will. Why? Because he loved us from eternity to eternity. And out of eternity, there is a sovereign will of God to know that God himself is large and in charge. Large and in charge. Okay. So that's why it's important to recognize that our bodies will not be here forever. Our bodies will not, uh, we will not be in this body, this earth suit, as I call it, forever. So we have to know how to treat people. We know we have to have a relationship with Christ. So if we have that kind of relationship, God will speak to us and we will obey. Okay. It's not about doctrine. It's about relationship. Okay? And God speaks and he creates of old. That God's creation is of the earth. God speaks to the depths and the foundations of the earth. God speaks the mountains and the hills. And the earth, the fields, the dust, the world. The heavens, the clouds, everything, every law that's governed by God. Okay? And he speaks of that thing as wisdom. The Bible says that the wisdom is the principal thing. And that's why when God speaks things into happen to atmosphere, um, um, God is there, eternity speaking, we're going to create this one day, 
we're going to create that one day because we all will walk in the divine will of God. Amen. So this is why I told you that I believe that God um, allowed us to be here in this time right here, 2020. Um, some of us, if we were born in, in slavery time, we probably would have been um, killed by now because we don't have control over our mouths or we don't have control of just saying, yes, master, whatever. Um, but God has ordained everything in our lives, whether it's the hills, the valleys, the ups and the downs that we are spoken of right now. Okay. Um, and so. Now, in my book here, this is in the um, the Bible here that I have tonight. Um, this is uh, what's in this is the Dakes um, family Bible. It says this. This is um, Proverbs again. I will go ahead and read this again. It says, "And the Lord possesses me in the beginning of His way, before His work." Of old, 23, and I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning over everything of the earth was. So God himself spoke out of eternity, okay, and he created it. And when there were no depths, I was brought forth. And then um, there were no foundations abounding with water before the mountains were settled before the hills was brought forth while as yet he has not made the earth nor the fields okay so this speaks of how God spoke the universe but before he spoke the universe the, the Saturn the Mars whatever God was there before because God is eternal. And you say, why is this important? This is important because you have to realize where you came from. God had created us in his image. He had foreknown us. He had spoken out of Abraham and said, look up to, at the stars. He spoke all these things in the happened. But before he did that, he spoke time out of eternity so we exist today. And that's why it's important to know every season in your life. God does not mistakes. People make mistakes, but God does not make mistakes. Amen. Now, the word time, again, means chronos, which means time. Okay. Now, another word, look it up, uh, the word wisdom. Wisdom is that which is enables you to make the right decisions in our lives. So while we're growing up, our little kids, or whether we're playing basketball or football or whatever situations you're in, God implants in us wisdom. Okay. Um, even though a little kid, when he's small, um, they might break something, and the little mom will come and say, um, Jacob, did you do so-and-so? And Jacob will say, no, I didn't do that. He did it, but the sin nature in our children and our sin nature in as adults 
makes a big difference in our lives. But the divine timing of God or makes us to the point come subject to the Holy Spirit if you desire to be saved. The Holy Spirit doesn't beat us down and say you've got to be saved. But because he loves us, he gives us the option to know him for yourself. For it's important to know the timing of God. That eternity means before time was, before anything was created, before anything happened, there was eternity. Again, for the very thing, there is a season. So now, we're in our season of our lives right now. We're in 2020. If I would have thought that um, when I'm um, that age, I would have thought, uh, imagine being in um, 2020 and wonder what the world would be like and one what kind of cars would be there. Where there's carless, there's a keyless cars, there's airplanes that you can jump on on a plane and two hours in another state. Uh, um, God has allowed wisdom to come imparted into us, whether it was um, um, people that created the cotton gin or whether it was people or things that created great things because the timing of God is important. It say to you, well, preacher, why would you talk about this? Because it is important to know the timing where you're in because tomorrow is not promised. Almost everything that God has spoken um, out of eternity is coming to pass. Almost everything that we learn and we know or we see on TV, it's coming to pass. Okay. And in order to recognize that we need, we must be saved, we must be filled with the Holy Ghost, and we must have a relationship with Christ. So when we leave this earth soaked, we know where our destination is. And again, there are two two choices. You go to heaven or you go to hell. Okay. Um, it's one it's wonderful to have a lot of money. It's wonderful to be rich and powerful. But Paul said in his word that all that really matters is to know him and his resurrection. Okay. Paul says only thing that matters is knowing him, meaning Christ, knowing Jehovah, knowing God himself. The only thing the apostle said, the only thing that matters is my relationship with Christ. Only thing that matters is I do right instead of doing wrong. The only thing that matters is I plant my seeds for God. Whether it's emotional, financial, spiritual, the only thing that matters is that when I die and I leave this earth suit and then I'm sitting in the funeral home, that body is there, but the inner man has now gone in a place with God. Okay. Whether we're, again, whether we're teenagers or adults, because David said this, he says, I was once young. That's time. But now I'm old. But I have never, ever 
seed, the seeds, forget, for, forgiven or beg for bread. Now, not everybody can say we've never been hungry. We might not have been eating um, caviar. We might not have eaten it red lobster. We might not have been um, other places. But very few people today have been hungry, hungry, hungry to the point that you actually physically die because there's no energy, there's no life force in your body. Okay. So now, once we get into that place of recognizing the timing of God, then I build my, give my life to Christ. I begin to read my Bible. I begin to fast and pray. I begin to seek the place of God. I begin to develop a relationship that God can speak to us spiritually. Okay. Okay. And that makes the difference in a lie. Because when you hit 50, if you live that long, or if you live 60, if you live that long, if you live 70 and you live that long, it's only just the grace of God. Because God knows that all of us have a lifespan in God. Okay. For everything, there's season. My season, when I go to the store and the lady's at the cash register and she doesn't have enough money to pay this and other, that's your season to bless, okay, to rent, to help, to grow, to prosper in the things of God. But if your spiritual life is deadly, no matter what you're doing, God will not recognize that. We have to build a relationship with Christ in order to recognize the seasons in our lives. The seasons in our lives. For example, um, say for example, suppose, um, um, say the one that uh, Alvis Edison he had never not um, created the light bulb, but then God gave him the 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 intuition, the knowledge to create a light bulb in that season. So now in 220, would we be able to have a light bulb and we'd sit down at a desk? Why? Because the sovereign will of God is more important than anything else. Okay, your will, you have to lay down your will because you'll never experience all the things that we went through in Ecclesiastics. Ecclesiastics means, says, for everything is a season. So you said, preacher, that means there's a season which we will um, experience death? Yes. Is there a season in our life we will plant and, and, and then we have to pluck up? Yes. Will there be a season that we will have grandchildren, great-grandchildren, or great-great-great-grandchildren? There, there's a season, yes. So God has imputed in us in 2020, amen, that he has ordained everything 
in our lives. Now, sometimes it doesn't appear um, that what God is doing feels good. But we can't be moved by our feelings. We have to be moved by the Word of God. And when we don't understand what God's doing in our lives, then the best thing to do is just to be quiet. Because when we're, when we're, when we're quiet, the enemy, one, doesn't recognize what you're thinking. When you're quiet, you can hear from God. When you're quiet, you will know that God's dealing with you. Um, one thing, uh, one of the religions, I forgot whether it's the Catholic or it's another um, religion, it talks about um, being quiet. There's a quiet time. There's a quietness in God. That's when we can meditate. Joshua 1, um, he talks about to meditate day and night. Even one scripture says meditate and day or night that you can have what? Good success. So if we don't meditate, we won't be able to have good success. So in your quiet time, you're thinking of God. In your quiet time, you might be just praying. In your quiet time, you just might be listening for God. For everything is a season. So yes, there's a season of quietness. There's a season of just waiting on the manifestation of God. David said, he told us this, he said, wait. And then he says, wait again. That I say again, wait on the Lord. So in that scripture, it refers to that I hear my outer man says wait. But then you also hear the spiritual man God says wait wait on the Lord and I say again God's talking I say again wait a lot of the things in our lives if we had just waited and then wait again would have not been in the situations that we're in a lot of us would have done made, made a better decision why we should have waited and wait again. So it is not always easy just to jump up and to make a, uh, a move without consulting and making again and again because of the nature of God. For everything, there is a season. I think some of the, okay, let's say, for example, we're really attached to maybe we're our family members or our loved ones. And sometimes when we die, when people die, it just becomes a, such a devastating thing. Well, we have to realize that God allows the death. And He knows from the morn, from the time that we're born, God has spoken our expiration date. Okay? God's allowed. He knows what he's doing. And sometimes when people die, you see them falling out and crying and, um, and carrying on. And yes, we all have tears. And then especially a lot of men and a lot of women, they don't want to acknowledge that they, 
that we cry. But, I mean, if Jesus said in his word, he said, um, Jesus wept, then there's nothing wrong with crying. There's nothing wrong. There's something in your body, again, called endorphins, that are released when you're crying, when you're released um, uh, in those things. So um, if Jesus wept, then certainly that we can weep. Because the times that God is dealing with us, even in 2020. In 2020 now, well, we'll have this covert 19 germ. This germ was created before the foundation of the earth. God knew what covert 19 would do. God knows what overnight would be. God knew what all 190,000 people in the United States was going to happen. God allowed these things to happen. Okay? God has never made a mistake. People make mistakes. Fires in California, running rampant, Oregon, uh, um, Washington State. God has allowed these fires, the storms, the rains, the hurricanes. God himself has allowed it. Remember, God is eternity, and out of the eternity, he spoke time. And out of this time, everything that has happened on this earth, God has allowed it to happen. So even in living in, living in 2020, God has still has a hand on us. God has a hand on the United States. God, hand, God has a hand on every state. God has hands on every principality. God knows what he's doing. God knows even Donald Trump's situation. God knows everything, but God is sovereign. God has spoken it, and it is his will. And because we have to know and value the timing and the existence of God, he knows what he's doing. This earth suit, again, it will not last forever. This earth suit will not, it will eventually decay. But where is your spirit man? Where will the destination be? Will you go to heaven or will you go to hell? What are the requirements? Whether it's a church? Yes. Physical? Yes. We all need to be in church. Church, also the Bible talks about the church is our ecclesia, our our point in which we meet God. Okay? Read our Bibles and pray. For the Bible says, for everything there is a season. And now we're in a season of great turmoil. We're in a season of homosexuality running rampant. There's a season of cursing and filthy mouth. There's a season of every degradation and interpretation that is not God. It is here. For everything here is a season. But in the end of the day, even you can have born, be born a set of twins, okay? But the twins themselves have an expiration date. One might die in 2002. The other one might move, move and die because God collectively knows when we're going to be born and when we're going to die. And because he loves us, he gives us the ultimate decision whether we're going to live for Christ 
or whether we're not going to live with Christ. The Holy Spirit does not force himself on us. The Holy Spirit does not command us to be saved. Why? Because he wants us to have free choice in the matter. Amen. So we have to choose where we want to be. We have to choose how we're going to live. We have to choose how we treat people. We have to choose what car we're going to drive. We're going to have to choose um, what legacy God will leave you. Do you leave a legacy of love? Do you leave a legacy of kindness? Do you leave a legacy of long-suffering? There's a legacy of joy. All these legacies that we're talking about in the chapter of Galatians 5. What legacy will you lose, uh, give in your lifetime for your children? What will they remember? Will they remember you're a hellraiser? Uh, will they remember you're a liar? Are they going to remember how you treated them? Are they going to remember that what kindness was shown to you? Or is it going to remember that you fed them when you were hungry? Are you going to remember all these things? The legacy. The legacy means the imprint. What the imprint that you've left on people's lives. It isn't necessarily a large number, but your circle that God has created for you. Whether, whether it's your children, your father, your mother, your grandchildren, your neighbors. Your legacy in your lifetime, the span of life from birth to death, where will you end up in an eternity? Line upon line, precept on precept, because God knows the way that we take. He said that into the book of um uh, uh, and I, on, in the book, he says this. He knows the way that I take. He knows whether I'm going to do right or wrong. He knows um, everything about it. That's one thing I've learned in my lifetime. And I remember my grandmother because I spent the first five years with my grandmother. And she'd always tell us this. People will never, may never remember your name, remember what state you came for, or what, what kind of car you got. He said, but people will always remember how they treated you. So we have to remember how we treat people and how people treat us. If it's loving kindness, that's what you do. But if you don't do it, We've got to answer to God. So the Bible says this. What a man sow, he shall reap. Run reference again to Ecclesiastics. For everything there is a season. A season to live, a season to die. A season to plant, and a season to that which to plant, pluck up. For everything there is a season. What is our legacy? What do we do in our lifespan that God would be pleased with? No, 
Nobody's perfect. But the Bible, what the Bible says, that's what we got to do. And when we fall short, we repent and keep moving. Repent and change your ways. Because you can repent, but never change. You can repent and not turn around. And you don't turn half around and then turn halfway around the other way. But you repent in a 360-degree circle. And you repent to God. And you repent the people that you've hurt, destroyed, or destroyed, or want to kill. Okay? Repent. That's why um, Nicodemus came to, to Christ by night. Because he didn't want the people to know what he was doing. Because he had authority. Sometimes people have authority. Don't want to let everybody know when you make mistakes. And that's all right. But we have to repent to God. One. And two. Turn around. And don't do the same things again. If you're going to make a mistake, don't keep making the same mistake. That means you never have not turned. You've never changed. You've never grown. You've not matured. Hallelujah. So we have to repent and turn back to God. For the word is all by itself good. Just the word. God gave us 66 books. He gave us 66 books. From Genesis to Revelation. And in the book, uh, from Revelation to Genesis, everything that we need to do is in this Bible. Everything that's not in this book, we really don't need to know. But in this book, everything that we need to exist and to coexist in the Word of God, is in this book. Okay? He deals with everything because he wants us to meet him one day. So when we leave this earth suit, where will we end up in eternity? Amen. Everything that God has called us to do, whether we're going to turn from our wicked ways, turn, give our lives to Christ, and then go on a new journey, a journey to freedom, a journey to grow, a journey to fast, a journey to pray, a journey to give, a journey, hallelujah, when they're in a journey now, once we give our lives to Christ. For everything is a season, and everything is a time. And for out of time, God spoke eternity, which means we will live forever somewhere. That's what eternity does. He allows us leave this body and to step into eternity or another span of life in Christ. And if you have not given your life to Christ, you will end up in another situation. 
Father, we thank you for the word tonight. We thank you, God, that all these years that we've grown up and we maybe didn't realize that we were going through situations or growing and all of a sudden life has uh, disappeared and we don't know how we got this old or we have grandchildren or great-grandchildren and it just seems like it was just yesterday. Okay? Sometimes, but God knows what he's doing. We thank you, God, because you loved us enough to step out of eternity and speak the world into existence. God, I thank you for speaking out of eternity. And when men have fallen short and Adam and Eve, that you spoke, hallelujah, that we could have a second chance at life. And you spoke Jesus. And you gave him the word through Isaiah that he would come through a woman. And he came and Jesus walked on this earth 33 years. And we thank you. We thank you for every miracle. We thank you for every unseen miracle. We thank you for every dispensation, which means time. God, we thank you. God, help us to live like you want us to live. Help us to walk in your word. Help us to live in your glory. Help us, God, because we need a Savior. And we thank you in advance. For Jesus Christ, the living God. Jesus Christ, the God more than enough. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. And we thank you that no weapons formed against us. We thank you, God, that you've given us a short time in this word. But we thank you, God, for moving by your power. Save us all over again. Wash us all over again. Keep us all over again. And God, we thank you when we leave this space, when we think this earth, this earth and vessel, God, that we will meet you, God, in eternity. In Jesus' mighty, illustrious name, amen and amen. Well, saints, thank you for being a part of the telecast. Thank you for being uh, and hearing us tonight. Thank you for the Holy Ghost, and we hope you that you enjoyed um, uh, this word from the Lord, and again, we will, we will continue this about the timing of God um, next Thursday night, and we're going to start searching scriptures, um, see how we're running references to um, this season, this, um, this season of pandemic uh, this season, um, how we're going to treat people, uh, no matter what the pandemic is doing, that we have to walk in the image of Christ, uh, the pandemic, uh, how we have to learn to love one or even the more, um, whether we're having um, different uh, skin colors, we're going to uh, uh, search for the scriptures about love and not hate, um, uh fighting over religions and um, and stuff like that because God knows what's being allowed to happen because this is the season of life that God is ordaining this to happen um, and we hope and we pray that God 
will do what he needs to do for us in the midst of his people. And we rebuke every spirit, God. God, don't let any child go to bed tonight hungry. Don't let anybody, any child, God, God, speak to people's hearts that they would give. Speak to people's minds that they would love. Speak to people's minds that to know that there is a living God and his name is Jesus, the God of more than enough. Amen and amen. And we thank you for your time. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. We thank you for moving back power. And um hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen. So if does anybody right now want to say anything? Otherwise we're going to go ahead and uh say good night. Amen. Okay. We're gonna count. One Amen, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And this is yeah. God, we thank God for that word, um, that was perfect timing um, for such time as this. Um, in this season, in the season that we are in, um, the definitely the word has um, been spread like never before in this season, especially during the pandemic. Things are even unexplained miracles are happening. The pandemic, but we didn't even expect it to happen. Um, we thank God for for that, uh, for what He is doing. You know, even the good, the bad, the ugly, everything that uh, we are encountering during the time of the season. So, when He let us know that the season that means is a is a is a uh, time span or uh, a period of time. So that means it's not going to be forever. We're not going to be experiencing this forever. All right, so this is a season, and once uh, the season is up, you know, we transition back back into another season, which is a different season. So we just thank God Amen. for what he's doing. Thank God for the word. Thank God, um, Prophet is saying, for you um, bringing forth that word, that revelatory word once tonight. Um, Amen. Thank God for what he's doing. Prophet, uh, you want to say anything? Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. All right. Amen. You want to make the announcements? Erica, I can't hear you. Hello? Hallelujah. Anybody wants to, um, anybody else that's on the end, that's on the live that wants to impart just a simple word, you know, that you enjoyed the message, um, you're more, you're more than welcome. Um, there's no, it's no wrong way 
of doing things, you know, it don't have to be. Um, but just to speak from the heart. Um, so yeah. I'm gonna, um, within the next four seconds, I'm going to go ahead and open up the platform, continue to open the platform, and then we'll turn it over to uh, Prophetess Lane to close out. She's closing out already, but I just want to make sure that um, everyone has an opportunity um, to go ahead and, and just share something, you know, even if it's just a testimony um, that you yes. even throughout the day, throughout the week. It's nothing, it's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's, and see, one thing we know that the Lord moves, when God moves, you know, the Holy Spirit yeah. moves, he moves in an unusual fashion. Um, and mm-hmm. we're so used to the mm-hmm. traditional way of yes. man yeah. places. But see, the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. does not move in the traditional. See, the Holy Spirit yeah. moves in the untraditional. Uh, we also know that when, you know, like I said, when Jesus, even during the time when he was um, on the Sabbath day and he went and healed that man, healed the man with the withered hand, um, that was, he was in a traditional setting, but he moved out of that <laughs> setting in an untraditional way and, and uh, actually tested the traditional and healed him on that that particular day because he yes. you know because they're they wasn't supposed to do anything they're supposed to rest they're not supposed to heal nobody they ain't supposed to pick up the phone they ain't supposed to do nothing you know but see when the holy spirit mm-hmm. speaks to you to do something even in an untraditional way he moves in the untraditional that's how the unexpected miracles happen through a, 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 a time and a season that is untraditional and because we are mm-hmm. in the season that is untraditional. A lot of people are not accepting that tradition, the untraditional. Uh, putting on that, oh, we couldn't do that. We shouldn't be doing this. We shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't, uh, uh, do the podcast. We shouldn't do the conference line. And I remember when, uh, when I first started the conference line, before there was a podcast, and that was in 2006. And during the time, a lot of people used to look down to that, but they never understood why. It was created, and this is the purpose was that during the time that it was created is when people were sick uh, and people would be away from the ministry. I will, you know, I will open up those lines. So if they're sick, they're at home while they're recovering. I will use that line. Mm-hmm. Um, and people wouldn't understand yeah. it. They'd be, oh, I wouldn't do this. And then all of a sudden, TGJs open up, uh, New Birth open yeah. up, um, it, uh, Shekinah Glory started using the line. I mean, big time ministries started using it after mm-hmm. that, after all that was posted. Yeah. Um, and I remember through Facebook, and that was like years ago. That was, like I said, 2007, 2000, when God spoke to me about it. Um, and people used to kick against, oh, I wouldn't do that. Oh, that's, that's, that's beneath me. What do you mean that's beneath you? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Going into the hospital, I remember going to the hospital even after service when people were sick and go in and have church even after I just had church. You understand? Have a ministry. Ministry yeah. does not have nothing to do with those walls. The ministry is really the greatest ministry is outside the walls. It's on the streets, it's in the hospital, and it's in your home. Those are the greatest ministries. When people begin to realize it's not about that building, it's really about about the, the ministry within yourself. It's, it's the spirit man within yourself. Now we go and gather mm-hmm. among the building. There's nothing wrong with that. And because that's what the word says, but but in this season, guess what? In an untraditional way, what is he doing in this untraditional way? We still assembling ourselves among the body of believers, and it's not in the building. 
So it tested mm-hmm. the contradiction of the word of God. All right? Mm-hmm. So we have to mm-hmm. understand, uh, not just read part of it. People read part of stuff, but they don't read all of it. You know, it ain't just mm-hmm. a fragment. When you read fragments, it's good, but sometimes when you read the fragments, if you're not connecting the scriptures with the scriptures with the scriptures with the scripture links, then it's not, you won't be able to understand it, the, the, uh, the full tonality of what the word is all about without the scripture mm-hmm. you know. So that's, that's mm-hmm. the purpose of us, uh, rightly dividing the word of God. Uh, studying the word, and it says studying what and show thyself approval. Study that word, and study that word, you know, um, of God. And I remember when, even from a little girl, I was studying, you know, and I didn't understand why I was doing it. <laughs> but, you know, I did. I said, oh, yeah, my mom's future. I'll I, I go ahead and, you know, you know, we did everything what we did when we were little. But then when we start discovering and identifying ourselves and realizing who God called you into, you know, and it's nothing that, you know, and, and especially when uh, he gives you the gift of the Holy Ghost at a young uh, speaking in tongues, I remember, uh, I think it was like I had, I mean, I started pronouncing at 11, 11 years old. That was weird. But then around 16 years old, that's when I was actually spoken tongues, full fluent tongues. So I'm like, whoa, this is deep, you know. And I wasn't even in the church. I was at, I was in the bathroom one time praying. And all of a sudden, it just stopped. It just rumbled off. Um, so, you know, it affects everybody different. All right? You know, everybody's not going to be uh, in that same. Uh, he gives he gives the, the Holy Spirit uh, to those that he know that, you know, the one that's intimate with him and ones that are uh, that are seeking. When you constantly seek after him, then you get it. You'll get it. You'll get it. So it's not just... The word of God itself. See, the thing is, the word, word. Now, the word alone, alone. When He speaks it, it's edification. It, it, it illuminates. But because remember, we are in flesh. So because we are in flesh, we have to have a little bit more ingredients. We have to have not just the word. We have to have the Holy Spirit. We not just have that. We still we have to. Be able to pray and have prayer life. So it's not like just the word God of word can stand alone because it's why it's coming directly from him. But because, remember, even though he did left behind the comforter, he left that ingredient behind so we can really indulge into the word. And so the word can illuminate from those pages. You know, so that's that's what he does. That's what he does. You know, and like I said, when you um, indulge in it, you know, it's not just reading. Some people just read and study the word, but really, do you really know what it means or do you know what it really is about? Uh, not just putting one scripture together and taking one fragment of it, but you really have to run, the, like it's to run the references, those scripture links that are connected to the piece of the puzzle in order for us yeah. to really, to truly understand the word of God. It's not about using these big old words. I mean, something, you know, or whatever, piece of legal words or little words, whatever. And, and, and um, <laughs> you know, if you're in a Bible college, you break it, up, break it down the words, and you're teaching the words, okay, you're studying the history, the tonality and all that. But when it comes to rightly dividing the word and you're speaking to a common common man and speaking to them, you know, just break it down in English because <laughs> uh, 
you know, break it down in English. Now, there's a, a time, like you said, uh, like Prophet Clay said, there is a time in the season where you may have to break it down further in the language itself. Because sometimes in the language itself, you really get the full deep of it as opposed mm-hmm. of getting in, in English. Because remember, it was interpreted from mm-hmm. the, uh, they say Greek and, and, you know, we have a Greek, we have the New Testament and the Old Testament, right? So we have the Hebrew mm-hmm. and we have Greek. But when you really study mm-hmm. scriptures, okay, I'm just giving you a, a nugget. The Hebrew is not, Hebrew is Hebrew, but the Greek is not Greek. So it's, the Greek language is called Kion. Kion is the the Greek language itself. Um, so it's, always, it's written Hebrew and Greek. No, Greek is not the language. Kion is the language. So technically it's Hebrew and Kion is that the, what the Bible was written in, uh, uh, scribed or translated from. Uh, what's the other one, Chaldean? Okay, that's another language. Chaldean. So Chaldean, it, it comes from a derivative from Hebrew. Okay, so you got your derivative from Hebrew, and uh, which Chaldean is actually the word Chaldean, and, and the derivative of Hebrew. You know how like different languages like Spanish and mm-hmm. like you said uh, have different dialects. Portuguese that's mm-hmm. a, a spinoff of it, but it's a different dialect. Well, we realize even with Portuguese, you know, through studying that even in Africa they they speak Portuguese. Okay, so yeah, that, yeah, that's amazing. So even in the Hebrew, uh, the Hebrew and the Jewish custom, you got the Chaldean, and you have Kion. Kion is is the actual language for Greek. You know, you're like, well, where did that come from? Well, that come from you know once you study and you do your research, and it kind of helps you understand why we under why we looking at what we looking at, or why we're studying what we looking at. So like you say, in this season. He, you know, um, some people would say, oh, just keep it simple. Yeah, you can keep it simple, but at the at the same time, sometimes for people that are more intellectual in a certain way, you may have to explain it to them a little while because they want to know where it comes from. They want to study the history. You can give me the content of the of the story, but mm-hmm. sometimes that the history has a whole lot to do with it. So you may have to yeah. break it down in another language. Okay, mm-hmm. in another language, Amen. in order for some people to understand. So I just wanted to share that That's with true. y'all guys tonight. Um, and I thank God that um, tonight everybody tuned in to uh, ELR Prophetic Shift Podcast Network. Uh, we are, uh, like I said, currently we are in nine countries right now. We are heard through nine countries. So the, even though it's a conference line, but we also have the radio podcast that we are currently on uh, 12 platforms now, 12 radio platforms. So we have 12 internet radio platforms, uh, plus we have our own in- own individual website aside from the platform. So that is how the word is being spread, the, the, the word of God is being spread and it's being heard in countries that you normally would not expect to hear, like Vietnam. You wouldn't expect Vietnam uh, to to tune in. You wouldn't expect uh, Northern and uh, South Africa and Central Africa. They're turning in. They're tuning in and listening. Okay, Ireland is listening. Uh, Italy is listening. Spain is listening. Um, um, the other one um, in 
so it's a country it's, it's a country that um in Africa but they have their own kingdom okay the the rich side of mm-hmm. Africa they're listening they're tuning in so is, it's obviously is it Ghana Haiti is listening no it's not Ghana yeah Mm-mm. Okay. That's the one that I told you about that start with the letter E. Okay. Okay. They have their own kingdom. Uh, Ethiopia. Uh, so Ethiopia. Not Ethiopia. Mm-mm. It's not even. Uh, as a matter of fact, Egypt is, uh, just picked up our podcast. Yes. Egypt yes. just picked up our podcast. So it is not like it's just a conversation. We took it to another level, um, and it's been going on since 2010. Uh, the podcast itself. Uh, but now it's just expanded even more because of the pandemic. So it started out with a line, but then we started expanding. So everything that we hit on one platform hits on 12 other platforms. And let me tell you something, not one ministry has not attempted, have not accomplished it. Okay, so we give God the glory. Other people have the other ones. They got the Zoom. They got the uh, the other one, YouTube, not YouTube. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, the other one that's on the internet TV, you know, you have that. But mm-hmm. to hear all podcasts and the high ones like uh, Google Podcasts, um, mm-hmm. you know, Spotify, Top of the Line, mm-hmm. um, Apple yeah. Podcasts, we have hit lines where big TV shows are on. So, yeah. And the minor ones, too, as well. So this thing going on since 2008. Okay, so they like we started, just started, but it just shifted to another level because of the pandemic, right? Why? Because of what the timing and the season. Okay, the timing and the season. So we, we um, for those who want to um, sew in, sew into it, um, just give us a call. We'll tell you the proper way to sew into the podcast um, network. Um, we'll be expanding. Um, and our next step, our next platform will be Cyrus XM, where they'll be hearing uh, actually through their cars. Okay? So that's the next step. Oh, okay. So we, okay. So we thank God for what you're doing. iHeartRadio is picking us up. So, yes. Oh. Another one. iHeartRadio is heard through the te- through uh, the radio, through the cars. Okay. So oh, okay. So we don't know okay. where God is taking us. God, so don't think that it's just taking it for vain. But the work is being done, guys, and I want to commend, just put it out on there, commend the podcast team um, tonight. Um, I have Prophet Holloman, Prophetess Lane, Apostle, uh, Apostle uh, Tate, and I, um, we're a strong team, and um, everything, is, everything is working out for us good, all right? So I just want to give that... Uh, that commitment to y'all guys for working so hard um, and diligently to continue to, to keep y'all nights and um, even the nights that we don't talk that that is not podcast uh, broadcast live. Guess what? The old mm-hmm. old episodes people are still listening, so that lets you know guys yeah. that an impact is being made. So I just mm-hmm. want to share that with y'all guys uh, tonight. Amen. Uh, on the podcast. Amen. Amen. So Amen. Amen. So we can for tonight. Amen. So we thank God. We thank God for all our countries. Shout out to Africa, Ireland, um, all the other countries. Um, and uh, keep listening to the Word of God. 
It's not about me or anybody else. As long as you're reaching, you're reaching people's souls um, and and stuff like that. And oh wow, I didn't know we were going to be on uh, X Radio, or whatever. So thank you, Lord. Yeah, but uh, we thank you for tonight, Cyrus. Cyrus. Yeah. So we thank God for that, and um, we thank you, um, people, for tuning in. Y'all, um, give the number to somebody else so we can get more people on the line. Um, and stuff like that, just uh, in in boxes, whether you want prayer or anything specific. Um, and wherever you are, wherever you are in the world, um, in whatever country you're in, Ethiopia, uh, uh, what do you call it, Thailand or anywhere else, know that God loves you wherever you are. God loves you wherever you are, no matter what country you're in. God loves you. He has not forgotten about you. Um, and even in this time of this pandemic and the time of all this death and devastation, God knows who you are and where you're located, and he loves you unconditionally. So make sure you pray at night, talk to God, teach your children, um, because tomorrow is not promised. This is 2020. Who knows when is God, God is coming back. So we're going to close out. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the listeners in uh, Vietnam. We thank you for Ireland. We thank you for Africa. We thank you, um, all the Hispanic countries. We thank you for Portugal. Uh, we thank you for what you're going to do. We thank you that we're reaching the masses, um, just sitting in our own homes. We thank you, God, because this is a feather in our cap for your word, God, not for, not for fame or fashion, that we can touch the hearts of man and we can proclaim his glory and we can speak into their lives that they want to be saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. We thank you. We impart and we spend we spend healing. We speak healing no matter wherever you are in the world. We speak it and God knows exactly where you are, who you are, what country you're in. God speaking literally spiritually speaking to your heart. And that's why you continue to listen. That's why you're going, you're following us on the radio and on the Internet because God is speaking directly to your heart. Well, the next time you get on, make sure you get a friend on with you to listen to the Word of God because our words are Jesus, Jesus, and Mo Jesus. Father, and thank you all. Have a good night now. God bless you. Bye-bye. Have a blessed night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.